Welcome back, Nashville fans. We are back here at AfterBuzz TV. We're talking about health scares, love triangles, and pancakes. Don't go anywhere. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Boom! Yeah! We're back! Welcome back, Nashville fans, Nashies. We are here doing Nashville After Buzz TV After Show. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. JJ's not with us tonight, oh. but don't worry, she'll be back. Uh, you can follow me over at Serafini TV. Also, joining me, I have. Hey, everybody, Violet. I'm so excited to be back. You can find me everywhere at Violet Canyon and on my website, beautyinsideus.com. Awesome. Nashville, we're doing Pick Yourself Up episode we're coming back after this long hiatus i know i mean the last time we did an after show was february can you believe it's already been like three months that's insane it feels like a whole new season but we're just continuing the last season i know and unfortunately i rewatched last episode like right before we watched this one so i I double episode (laughs) today and i'm I'm glad i did because so much happened within you know with the storylines and i love how this episode just like picked itself back up but before we get into it of course we're going to be talking about Will and his health scare. This Alana, Avery, Gunner love triangle. Oh, oh my goodness. Deacon, <laughs> Jesse, and Brad problems. Dick Brad is back. <laughs> we so we called him Dick Brad. He's back, stirring up trouble. And, of course, Maddie and Jonah and Twig. So a lot of love triangles going on. Uh, what were your quick thoughts, overall thoughts of this episode? I thought it was that? a great episode. I think you, you were totally right. They picked it up right where they left off. I'm glad they didn't do like five months since, you know, and he's recovering and stuff. So I really, really like that. Um, Yeah, I think it's going to be a fantastic few weeks until the finale. I know. Can you believe it? We are are on our last leg. There are eight episodes left. And it's, it's, you know, it's, we're we're getting to it, but we have this episode to talk about. (laughs) Let's start with Will. So the last time we saw him, he killed over on that two live performance, and it, he was not looking good. But what were your thoughts of seeing him coming back? We find out he has heart problems. It could be endocarditis because of the darn steroids he's been taking. Oh, I'm, you know, I felt like um, before the break, they showed him using the steroids, and then they kind of like left it alone. And we were like, what's going on? You know, he's using it. They're not making a big deal out of it, so I know they're now, obviously, they're leading up to this. Right. But I thought it was crazy how he's handling it. I don't think he's handling it well. Um, He's hiding a lot, trying to joke about everything. And I kind of understand that I'm a little bit the same way. I joke when I'm kind of freaking out Mm -hmm. um, and going through something crazy. So... Yeah, and then getting on the, what was it, the bike machine? Yeah, cycling. He's He's on the, the... The bicycle there, I mean, and I spin. I'm a spinner. I love spinning. (laughs) Um, But when he's going clearly against his doctor's orders, you need bed rest. You need not to put stress on your heart. And cardio, doing something such as spinning, it's running, spinning, and rowing are like the top three exercises for cardio. And he has a heart condition now, and he's doing spinning. That's not smart. Um, so we see Will's not taking it too well. Do you think he's going to continue? Going I think against? I have a feeling it's going to get worse before it gets better. And he might, I know this was supposed to be a reality check, but it wasn't. And he's still doing what he's not supposed to do. 
So I think it's going to get a lot worse before hopefully it gets better. I hope not, but I think that's where it's leading. Right. What were your thoughts of um, Scarlett actually giving him advice? It's like, if you can't do a lot of physical exertion, try writing. I love that. I thought the other guys, Gunnar and Avery, were kind of doing their own thing. Um, they were there for him, but they're kind of not so much in the scenes. They're wrapped up in their own personal Yeah, that's for damn sure. But um, Scarlett, I thought, was really there for him. And I really, really liked that. And I love the advice she gave to write. And he's like, I'm not a writer. Um, he's like, I, shake up, I go up there and shake my hips. But, <laughs> hey, that song that he was playing at the end, that was awesome. So I loved good. it. The lyrics were so good. So good. I, and I love that, too, because Scarlett, that, you know, equestrian therapy that she's going mm-hmm. through is like really helping her which in turn is she's helping others and i like that so in therapy in itself works i think that was really surprising we've seen scarlet come a long way i mean she still has a long way to go mm-hmm. but i thought this moment because the guys weren't really there for will emotionally that scarlet was someone to be there emotionally and help her help will be like be a writer take this time actually hone in and on a different craft mm-hmm. of um, music and, and i like that and great writers i'm sure they didn't start off great right it's like you have to put practice yeah definitely it. i feel like scarlet is always the one who's kind of taking care of everybody it's always the one who's there for people emotionally and supporting them right well if you think about it rain is gone and she was the more maternal yeah. character and now she She's gone, so yeah, I think Scarlet's the next one to take place. Mm. Now, obviously, Juliet's not a good <laughs> um, maternal factor, yeah. and she wasn't even <laughs> in this episode. So the, I think the, the most motherly character you can get next mm-hmm. is Scarlet. It makes sense that she would be that person. I agree. I liked it. Um, love the song. Yeah. Um, I, we need that on iTunes. <laughs> and speaking of iTunes... Uh, for all these seasons that we've been on Nashville, you fans are always amazing, always listening to us, tuning in on iTunes. Go to Afterbus TV, Nashville After Show, rate, comment, subscribe, tell a friend. We've been here for six seasons, and we're still going to be here to the end. I've been yep. here since day one. I believe wow. you have, too. Um, yeah. I think I may have come in yeah, in the middle. Maybe something, in the middle, Something. Yeah. First season, though. First season. Yeah, first season. <laughs> we, we've been here since the beginning here at AfterBuzz TV. So keep staying with us. Keep going to iTunes, rate, comment, subscribe, tell a friend. And, yeah, I mean, we're in our last eight episodes. Tell us how much you love the show. Yep. And what you're looking forward to for the next eight episodes. A lot. A lot to still be had. All right, moving on to one of the first love triangles, Avery, Alana, and Gunner. What is happening here? Okay, first of all, your thoughts on Alana and how she kept looking at Avery throughout this entire episode. It's killing me. I don't like her. You don't? I don't. And Okay, so I remember before the break, I was like hot and cold with her I was like I don't like her and then she she was super sweet and she was like I'm not here for you guys I'm here for the music blah blah and I was like I love her and I'm like what is she doing I don't Mm. like her she's playing with Gunner's emotions but that's a whole other I have a whole other opinion about Gunner Um, (laughs) but I don't think I don't know I, I feel like she's like sleezing her way into Avery's heart Sleezing. That's sleezing. an interesting term. Slithering, yeah. maybe? Sleezing. <laughs> <laughs> sleezing. Uh, I've always liked Alana. She, because we've seen her character just um, joining the band and how she was always more 
interested in the the band's best interest. And yeah, she she's trying to start her own career. But we even last episode we saw her when Will got upset and because she was going to sing all the least songs mm-hmm. on national television. She's like, no, give him a song. This is their band. So like she was always looking out for the well being of the band. But it's interesting how she clearly was losing interest in Gunner so fast mm-hmm. and going more towards Avery. That was a quick switch. Yeah. And we saw a little bit of it last episode where she was talking. She had that deep, heartfelt conversation with with Avery on the bus tour. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I feel that Alana's having the emotional relationship with Avery. They're both lonely uh, right now. They are, but I feel like the whole staying the night thing was a big thing in this episode, and she didn't stay with Gunner, and he kept, like, begging her to. And then she went and spent the night, although not, you know, in the way Gunner would have wanted. But she spent the night with Avery mm-hmm. um, and stayed over and left in the morning. So I felt like, I don't know, it's kind of a slap in the face. A little bit. Did you actually think that Alana was going to sleep with Avery in this episode? I thought she wanted to. Oh, I think she, she went there to want to do that, and... I feel like she's using the emotional thing to to get close to Avery mm-hmm. and be what Juliet never was for Avery. Emotional. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely think she's trying to build that emotional relationship because Avery right now, he's vulnerable, he's mm-hmm. alone, he doesn't have Juliet, so... And I feel like Alana's lonely, too. I mean, yeah, she's been using Gunner, but I feel like Alana and Gunner connect on a physical level, but right. Alana and Avery connect on an emotional level. And it really just depends on what she wants right now. I don't know if it's genuine. And genuine? I don't like know. the relationship genuine? Like, I, I don't think her intentions of like being there for him just to support him were genuine. Okay. I think she was there because she, she's liking him. He's mysterious. He's not as, you know, he's not pitiful like Gunner. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so I think she's liking that and she might like the chase a little bit. Yeah. She might like the chase, but honestly, I can't. I don't hate it because I, 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 like I do like Alana. Team Juliet, I like Avery forever. I know I love Juliet too, but Juliet is crazy. I know. I mean, we don't even know what's up with Juliet True. right now. True. Um, what were your thoughts of that reporter reporting, quote unquote, on Juliet? Not part of a cult. We were saying in her therapy, quote unquote, that Juliet's oh, going through is definitely a call. Hundred percent a call. <laughs> like I think it was red flags like every single time somebody opened their mouth. But I thought that photo that so they posted, I was like, who took that picture? Hmm, right? Interesting. Who who did that? Uh that was pretty messed up. And I think we've seen from previews before the end and kind of in between the break that Juliet is trying to get out and they're not letting her. So I'm really excited to see how that goes um throughout the season yeah i mean and juliet we we know hayden Panettiere is back but she's not back for all the episodes mm-hmm. this is i mean it's the first episode back after a long hiatus i was kind of surprised that we didn't pick up on juliet either you know what's funny i didn't really miss her yeah yeah <laughs> I, I love her and i wish she was in the episode because her scenes are so so good but I, I wasn't like, oh my god, where's Juliet the whole time, you know? I thought the storylines were so good on their own that it wasn't a huge um, missing spot. I completely agree because all the other storylines still progressed forward. Mm-hmm. And even though she was missing, it's not like we were missing anything right. either. Mm-hmm. As, and I'm just trying to think with all the major storylines we had in this episode, where would 
Julia even fit. Right. Honestly. I like seeing Avery's side of it this whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. But we needed, as terrible as this may sound, so don't get me wrong, uh, we needed Julia out of the picture so the whole Lana triangle could happen <laughs> yeah so there's a reason it's usually one's gone another one yep. comes in. so i don't know this triangle it's it, gunner's not taking it gunner well. <laughs> oh, he, he's too much so pissy he's so bad he's like yeah. the stereotypical female in a relationship <laughs> and i say stereotypical because not all females are like that brooding um but you know how they portray them so it mm. ugh, ugh. No. Not a good look, Gunner. And even the previews, I mean, we'll get into predictions, but the previews for next week did yeah. not look good with Gunner no. either. He, he's not taking this no. too well. So. <laughs> I don't know. So a lot more drama. Drama. There. Yeah. Let's get into some more drama. Deacon. Deacon and Jesse. I mean, we love them together, but of course, it can't be perfect right off the bat. Dick Brad is back. I mean, he never Dick really Brad. <laughs> Dick Brad. That's that's, that's our nickname for him because he's such a jerk. He is. And okay, so what are your thoughts of Brad now taking um, the son into boarding school, but now oh, he's serving Jesse with papers. Bag. He is such She's a sleaze bag. I hate how Jesse kind of grovels to him, and I don't know if she was doing that to kind of play that role or if he really has that power over her. But I think later in the episode when her and Deacon were having that conversation in her living room, she was like, he has this power over me. But I felt like it was so weak and I don't like to see her that weak. Yeah. I wish she stood up to him. I wish she was stronger about it. I know it's about her son, so it's a weak spot. But, geez, he's... And then the lawyer asks, is he abusive? Hello, emotionally. Okay, maybe not physically. Definitely yet. emotionally. Emotionally, verbally, everything else except physically. And that's a huge thing in court if you take that to court. And she's just like, no. And leaves it at that. But like, watch, watch the last episode when the father stormed the bedroom of the son. He was about to pick him up and like toss yeah. him around like a ragdoll. Be like, yeah. you're getting in the car, you're going to boarding school. So yeah, maybe not physically put a hand on, on the son, but... Honestly, emotionally is just as bad. He is. He's extremely abusive, and that's what yeah. she should have said, and I didn't like that she didn't. I do hope she gets stronger, and I think we saw in the preview that it's not possibly going to happen, but we'll save that for predictions. Oh, I'm uh, not happy about the situation. No, I don't think anything anybody would be. What are your thoughts of now using Deacon's alcoholic past against jesse in the court of law i mean i i see why you know it's such an obvious thing mm -hmm. deacon literally gave dick brad an <laughs> dick easy brad. opening to be like here take the child like i'm around you know and for them to break up i think any mother in real life would have probably been like hey bye like no man is worth losing your child over, right? No. So I, I don't know how why that was such, um, I don't know. They love each other and they're so cute together. They are great together. And I just hate how Dick Brad keeps uh, keeps using Deacon against Jesse. Yeah. Um, and, and there was a, uh, one line, and he's very condescending towards mm -hmm. her too, um, as I'm going over. But it's like, uh, when when. Dick is is Dick Pratt. 
<laughs> it's just like so ingrained in my brain. I was like, I, I'd hope that you learn to pick better men now. I was like, she picked you. Right? And first I think, of all. and he smirked at the end of that. So I was like, okay, he knows that he was the number one mistake. Right. Deacon, you know, based on, on paper, he's a mistake. Pick him he better is. by now. That's what he but, said. Oh, come on. Oh, I would have slapped him. He would have been so gone. Oh, <laughs> I mean that just saying it that, that way and the way he delivered it, I'm like, are are you kidding me? He's no so no sane judge would allow a child to go into your custody either, because you're such a jerk. And they said there's no witnesses, but there has to be someone out there the who son. has a witness. Yes. What if the son yes. testified? Oh my gosh, and they, they talked about that in the preview for next next week. Mm-hmm. So and then um Jesse cries about it and oh do it. Uh, and the son hates his dad, so... Clearly. But then he can still threaten him, and yeah. Yeah. That's that's a lose-lose situation. It's it's not looking good right now, to the point where Deacon wants to actually call it off, quote-unquote, even though we know right, they're not right. technically off. But it has to look like their relationship is off just so she can get full custody. Mm-hmm. Or at least the, the judge can agree that... She doesn't have any violent men in her right. life. That's sad. You can't. Oh no! Don't mess Here's up the a, relationship. Yeah, I mean they can pretend for like six months if they really love each other and then come back. But I mean, is that too realistic? <laughs> yeah, but we know they're not going to stay apart right. long. I mean, they couldn't even stay one day away from each other. So we True. we know there's she's gonna Jesse's gonna have to find another way to get her yeah. son for full custody. I do want to say, though, Jeffrey Nordling, who plays Dick Bragg, is such a nice guy. And I had the pleasure of interviewing him. And I told him, I was like, you make it so easy to hate you. And he said, what? He Brad is such a nice guy. Like, oh. oh. <laughs> no, not really. So just putting it out there, great actor. Yeah, and a great guy. Yeah, and way. a great guy, absolutely. And when we say Dick Brad, of course we can't. Oh, it's the character. It's, the, it's totally he's a character. He's that good. <laughs> yes, no, he's great to hate. Like, we love to hate him. He's yes. that bad. There you go. Um, I do have a prediction, so I'll save <laughs> that. Um, all right, so anything else about Jesse, Deacon, other than they're still together? Yeah. Um, it's going to be no, good. I think, I think we covered it. The alcohol situation with Deacon and his past does kind of go into Maddie. Yes. We see Maddie partying with Jonah, underage drinking, problems, problems, mm. problems, millennials, problems. And millennials. Okay, your your thoughts of Jonah, just in this episode. Okay. Yeah, go. <laughs> I loved him before. Mm-hmm. And now? And now I hate him. Mm-hmm. Who was Mia texting him? Right. Who is Mia? Oh, my gosh. Side chick? Yeah. I, uh, I thought his birthday party was awesome. The, the um, Predator's Predator. Ice. <laughs> That was so cool. Such a cool way to celebrate your birthday and not like party like a rock star. Mm-hmm. Kind of do something really, really fun. But like he said, his birthday is a week long. So he had to go get trashed. And I don't know if Maddie was telling the truth that she had one drink. Was it spiked? Was it not? Did she have one drink? She had a shot. She had she at least did. one shot that we saw. She did. Um, I don't know. I don't. Ugh, he's so bad for her. Yeah. But I kind of like the friend. Yeah, Twig. I mean, I, I always say he always had a weird name. But the, the, the friend, very emotional, of course, always there for mm-hmm. Maddie when Jonah's not, when he's supposed to be. Right. Um, your thoughts, so where, are you, where do you think 
these two will go. Are they going to end up together? I feel like, is his name Twig? Yes. It's weird. All right. So I think Twig is too loyal to Jonah, and he's not going to cross that line. Um, and I think he's going to have Jonah's back and cover for him as much as he can. I hope he sees the light and doesn't, and Maddie goes for him, but I don't see that happening. Yeah. I would love for Twig to actually, like, come clean to Maddie, be like, hey, Jonah's not really being loyal. He's yeah. actually out with another girl named Mia. Mia. Do we, do we, do we even get Mia, Mia now? It's just, she's not the same girl who did the video with her. <sighs> I th- maybe. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to, like, literally... Nashville fans, let us know. I'm trying to, as I recall, it's been four months since we last been back. Uh, Mia, I feel, is that that girl, that video artist who did, was like directly towards. Oh my god. Calling out Maddie. It could have been nothing. He could have gone, you know, to like handle it and be like, leave me alone. Or, yeah, but you know. he motioned to his friends, like, it's Mia. I gotta answer this. Like, yeah. no, don't. call like you you don't call just end the call i hope because he's been so good leading up to this i hope that the directors and the writers and everybody are just tricking us and that it was he's gonna be good again because i I like him Uh, i think this is beginning of the end of the jonah maddie relationship honestly because we clearly Maddie's only doing things because Jonah wants to. Yeah. It's never really what she wants to. It's only because he has the money, he has the status, he has the parties. She's always she's just tagging along. Right, that's true. She doesn't and, need him. And honestly. Deacon mentioned, have you been writing? And she really hasn't. Yeah, she's getting away from music. She's partying yeah. too much. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Jonah. Bye, Jonah. We don't need you. We she, don't need you. Maddie doesn't need you either. Bye-bye. And honestly, Jonah doesn't need Maddie. He doesn't. He doesn't. I mean, he has everything. He has yeah. fame, fortune, girls. Mm-hmm. I Mia. Mean, Mia. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he, as terrible as that sounds, too, he doesn't need Maddie. So. No. I'm, I'm actually okay with yeah. them Bye. parting ways. We don't need this. <laughs> uh, I did. I was worried for a second when, she, when Maddie had her hand on her stomach. I was like, she can't be pregnant. No, no. I was like, it's a hangover. It has to be. It has to oh be a gosh. hangover. That, no, no. We don't need that no. this season. Please, no. She's no, only no, 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 18. No. She's 18. She's a baby. Let's I mean, she's beat. an adult, but she's a baby. <laughs> but she's still a baby. Let's beat team pregnancy, please. Yeah, yeah and We don't need another pregnancy go. on the nope. show. Nope, nope, nope. I'm glad they didn't go there. But what were your thoughts of Deacon actually talking to Maddie about alcoholism? I, you know what? Watching the episode, and even though it had just, I think the scene about Deacon's past had just happened with a lawyer, I didn't even put two and two together. I didn't even think, you know, it's genetics. Mm -hmm. Um, She could have it. She could be an uh, alcoholic. And I thought having that conversation with her was really real. I loved how he did it. He wasn't going crazy on her like I think old Deacon may have. Right. Um, and I thought she handled it really well, too, because she saw where he was coming from. I thought it was a really sweet, sweet moment. Yeah, I thought it was very well done. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of actual families who are watching this as just general fans and audience watching this episode, like, that's exactly how you learn how to speak to your children right. about alcoholism. I mm-hmm. think they executed it very well. He, very really, uh, realistic. He didn't say, don't ever drink again, because he knows she is. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's so going to happen again. Teenagers, I mean. Right, and it's it, you're not supposed to, but she's 18, she's partying, she's with all the, Jonah and his crew, right? and they have everything available to them so he was looking at it very realistically and saying you know just be careful 
Right. Now, I'm glad that he had that realization is going to happen again because she's, mm. honestly, Maddie has been exposed to a lot more adult situations in life before a lot of other kids her yeah. age. So, I mean, with her with her mother, with her father, public eye, even with Clayton, mm-hmm. that her last relationship, she's been exposed yeah. to a lot of worldly things, way more. So I feel like she's matured. Mm-hmm. She's had to mature faster in, in that way. So drinking, it's a big deal, but it's also a, uh, a situation where she can control. Yeah, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Um, but, I mean, she, she wanted to move out. Did you, did you think she was actually going to move out? I don't know. I don't know. I thought she was going to go live with Scarlett and then realize how much she loves being at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought she would leave and stay with Scarlett, and I thought that would be some cute scenes there. But I really like that she's not going. And I did get a little emotional. I thought it was really sweet, and I love that Daphne was so heartbroken about her leaving. Right. And I was like, you're really going to leave your sister, which is Deacon? I mean, Deacon is awesome, but... She doesn't have her mom there. Like, she's all the female she has. So I thought that was, I think she did the right thing. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, last season we wouldn't have gotten these two sisters right. together. They were at each other's throats. But <laughs> I love the their sister relationship in this because I had the exact same thought. I was like, if, if uh, Maddie leaves, she's the only girl in the house. Yeah. She doesn't have another woman to look right. towards to. I mean... Yeah, she might have Scarlet here and there, but I was like, to to be alone with your father, yeah, uh, which is fine, I guess. Um, on paper, it looks nice, but she doesn't have another female support system, and she's in that awkward age where it's growing pains and growing. boys and everything. So she needs Maddie there. Yeah, like fourteen is a horrible age. Oh my god! <laughs> like thir- I blocked she's it like out of thir- my memory. <laughs> yeah, she's thirteen, fourteen. It's a terrible age. For it everyone. really is. Um, so I, I can understand. Daddy is just lonely. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we didn't really touch upon it in this episode, but we still had Deacon's support of her being on that television show. Yes, I love that. So, uh, hopefully we'll get more of that. Yeah, I'm in, looking forward to that. Coming sure. Episodes. Um, anything else about this episode? Things we may have missed? Things you loved? Um, oh, goodness. Oh, so... When Alana asked Avery what it was about Juliet, the only thing I could think of was love. Mm. I thought they didn't really touch on that, but what do you think I don't of uh, Gunner's response when she was talking to Alana and like and, and like cuddling and all that? Like, mm, I don't think Gunner so. needs to stop. Yeah, he needs to like he's trying. He too needs hard. to look up in the Urban Dictionary what no strings attached means. <laughs> Because I don't think this boy understands. No, he doesn't. <laughs> that was, yeah, no, he needs to stop. Uh, but I did also love uh, when Alana did leave Gunner to go be with Avery on that lullaby that Avery did. Um, to, oh, my to, God. And sang so to Cadence. Oh, that was sweet. That was sweet. Also a very uh, heartbreaking moment when he was t- when Avery was talking to Cadence. It's like, it's just me right now. Juliet's not there. I'm like, oh. Juliet, has Juliet ever been there for her child? I mean, we got like a Hardly. snippet of it when she had the cast on her leg and she had to stay home. But come on, I, I think Juliet's the furthest thing from a mother there really is. I know. Juliet loves to drop her quote unquote family whenever it pleases her, yeah. and whenever it's convenient mm-hmm. to her, which is really unfortunate. It really is. That speaks more about Juliet than the actual family, because there's nothing wrong with Avery and Cadence. 
it's Juliet who keeps leaving the family. It's really sad. And we also saw uh, in the last episode, um, Avery dropped, like, took off his ring. And But we see in this episode, he talking to Lon. is like, I'm done. Yeah. Done. That ship has I don't, sailed. I don't think it's done. Do you, no? No, I don't think it's done. I think Juliet is going to need him, and he's going to be there for her. Okay. Yep. Um, one thing we didn't talk about, uh, Zach is back. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. Thank you. You are so happy about I this. I love him. I think he is a wonderful person. I think he's misunderstood. And I think he has nothing to gain from being back except Will's love. He maybe wants him back, but he has nothing else to gain by coming back and checking up on Will. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so sweet. I really, really like him, and I want him to be in the episodes throughout the season. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you remember that because I did not like Zach and that's how much my mind discounted him because I was like, yeah, whatever, Zach is back. Um, I did I did like the fact that he did check up on Will. Yeah. Um, that was sweet. Yeah, but this time it actually seemed more genuine. Like, I'm sorry I made mistakes. Hey, he's like coming back in a way redeeming himself yeah. but also just making amends with Will. True. Um, that could also go into predictions. Also, like I'm that. like writing all my predictions right now <laughs> as we think about it. But overall, great episode to come back mm-hmm. to after a long hiatus. So a lot of fun things did happen over our break. So yes. let's get to some news, shall we? After TV News. Yes. So for you country fans, I'm sure you're well aware the CMT Awards were... As we put a date on this particular after show, were last night. Yeah, they were fun, great. We had uh, Lennon and Maisie, they and Stella, they were there. They presented along with Caitlin Doubleday. They presented Love an her. award. They look great on the red oh carpet. Oh god, Caitlin is so gorgeous. Yes. So if you guys are tuning into iTunes, I definitely suggest you hop over to our YouTube where we're showing fun pictures of Yay. of these. lovely beautiful people um that were at the awards last night they looked great and it it was just so fun to see them and they're you know being interviewed and they've come a long way they like to make they've made their appearances like every year since the show Um, they're they're really putting like it's their their stamp in in the country music world so Mm -hmm. good for them they're so young i know I was like, they're going to have an amazing career. Oh, gosh. After I show. really, really hope so because they're too good not to. Yeah, and Claire Bowen was also there on the red carpet. So, you know, the and country. She recently family. got married. Yeah. Yay. Congratulations, Congrats. girl. A lot of people getting married. So, and like, yeah, a lot of things are happening with this cast. You know, mm-hmm. their life still moves on after the yes, show does absolutely. eventually move on. And then, of course, so they had, uh, you know, a good time at the CMT Awards. And then also, Charles Essen, he's been a busy guy. He uh, was also with um, Brad Paisley and Kimberly Williams Paisley. We know them. Kimberly's been on Former the show. Former Nashville cast. Yes, big in the country music. Yeah, they were j- just had a charity event for Alzheimer's, um, awesome. which raised so much money. So good for them. And then also Charles Eston is on a tour, the CMA Fest tour, that actually starts today, June Amazing. 7th, 2018. And he's going to be touring for the next few days. Um, in, in Nashville doing a bunch of performances and kicking off this EMA. Best of good for Charles. Yes. Look at that. Love it. Great guy. And there's also a fun interview that he and Claire Bone um, 
talked about in in variety they interviewed him just recent those two just recently talking about the you know the ending of nashville and some good things that they had to say claire bone says that nashville fans would get closure for gunner and scarlet by the series finale she teased that it won't be what everyone expects Ooh, Ooh so what could that possibly mean <laughs> quote unquote what everyone expects so it, they could throw us off there and then also deacon um, you know, Deacon Claiborne, just the storyline uh, that Gideon Claiborne, Deacon's father, is going to come into the series in Nashville. Whoa. So we're going to see the father, His roots. Gideon Claire, Claiborne, played by Ronnie Cox. So the Deacon's father is going to come in. And apparently that storyline is going to cover the whole uh, alcoholism. So Ooh. we're getting deep with Deacon. <gasps> Do you think, I think it might finally be rounding out this alcoholism move yes. past it. I hope so. I hope so, too. I hope so. Um, and, yeah, he, he had a lot of good to say that. Um, and um, so things to look forward to in Clara Bones like this. She said the best part of Scarlet is maybe helping people find the worst of voice things that have frightened them for the longest time. And suddenly they're able to confront them because of this Aww. fragile little person on television. She, so she was, so yeah, she responded to the fans of how inspirational uh, Scarlet has been to people, and I really liked it. Scarlet has come a long way. She really has. She really has. Definitely. So good for them. Go check out that interview, Charles Esten and Claire Bone on Variety. All right, let's get to it. Predictions. And now you're after Buzz mm-hmm. TV. So many. We have eight episodes left. What do you think is going to go down? Okay, so since you mentioned, uh, I had like all these other predictions, but I'm throwing them all out the window. <laughs> since you mentioned that Deacon's dad is going to come into the picture and they're probably going to talk about the alcoholism, I mm-hmm. think that Maddie might spiral and she might get really deep into it. Ooh. Um, and that maybe this is Deacon's way of showing her that, you know, it's in their genes and she needs to get help before it gets worse. Yeah, and she's young too. And she's so young. Stop it before it gets worse. Yes. Is that it? Yeah. Is that your only one for now? That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I have a few. So uh, for, for Will, I think his health is going to decline. I still do think, as terrible as it's going to sound, I still think Will might die. <gasps> no! He might. No, 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 no more that. At the rate he's going, he's yeah. clearly going against his doctor's orders of bed rest and he's exercising. He wants to perform. We get that. But yeah. he also, he's not willing to take a break on his body and if he keeps going that he is gonna kill himself just because of hell. yeah i mean realistically you're like, right get over your ego man yeah sorry just get over your ego and and also for the whole custody battle um for the son i think jake might testify but do you That'd think that's great. gonna be somehow come back and they say bite him in the butt with mm-hmm. his dad Maybe he's a powerful man. Yeah, his well, his powerful in what way? In like money yeah, and money, know, in the industry, verbal abuse, right? Maybe, and he has status in in the industry. I get that, but also if it's for the child's well being, I think that the child should have a say in it. So, oh, absolutely, it'd be nice to see Jake actually testify against his father because we saw it. Jake doesn't want to be with his no. father. He'd rather be with his mom. Or he might say he's going to testify, get on the stand, and the dad gets to him before. And he changes his story. Ooh. Seen it too many times. Too many times. Uh, I, and I, I don't know. The, and I think Maddie and Jonah are definitely going to break up. 
It might yes. get worse there too. I don't think yeah. she's going to be pregnant. I think she's just going to be hungover a lot. <laughs> so a lot. That, that's it. Uh, yeah, more alcoholism. I can yeah. see that from, from Maddie. But, yeah, I mean, we have a few more episodes left. What can we possibly get to? Juliet, when she comes back? That girl better get her she, She's got to leave the cult. cult. I yeah. mean, really. She's got to leave the cult. She's got to leave Bolivia. Yeah. She's still there. Yeah. <laughs> like the country industry. The most random country to be in. It's like she's one of the biggest stars and she's stuck in Bolivia and nobody can <laughs> right. do anything. Not knacking Bolivia. I'm sure it's a great country. Oh, but no, like, no. like, what the heck is she cult, doing like... there? I mean, so, so Julia just oh has to come God. back because <sighs> she is a main character. Right. And we haven't seen her for in real time, four months. Mm-hmm. So come on, Julia, come yeah. back to the show. We need you. We, we just need your craziness for more drama. That's it. <laughs> for our own entertainment, our own <laughs> selfish reasons. Exactly, exactly. But great things to look forward to. Thank you so much, for everyone, for tuning in. As always, Violet, where can we follow you? You can follow me everywhere at Violet Conning and on my website, beautyinsidus.com. Awesome, and you can follow me everywhere at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzzTV. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep subscribing. We have a few more episodes left, and we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz y'all later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.